0: This is a podcast about two sisters raised in an effed up family. My name is Christine. I am Jesse's older sister. I was raised by a gaslighting manipulative mother who raised me to believe people either rejected you or weren't rejecting you. My father was a crazy, racist, vulgar alcoholic who was in and out of my life.
1: And my name is Jesse. I'm Christine's little sister. I was raised solely by the crazy, racist father who raised me to believe I had to earn or buy someone's love.
0: Hello to all of our Family Burrito listeners out there whose father gave motivational speeches by instilling fear and punishment as a way to motivate you. Welcome back to the Family Burrito podcast. My name is Christine. My sister, Jessie, and I created this podcast as a way to heal our instilling fear and punishment father wounds. Howdy doody, Jessie. Hey,
1: how's your week going?
0: My week has been nuts. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it's been what do they say knuckin' and futz? is that what they what's that how yeah they say it? No, yeah
1: I think that's it
0: um before I go into a whole world of story about that how's your week been
1: oh pretty good I've just been like the first full week of uh school well Monday through Thursday <laughs> you
0: know oh wow so you're in school Monday through Thursday
1: yeah it's like 8am wow. to noon
0: so wow that's cool and you're doing welding right
1: Yeah I'm just learning um, welding right now like last week we had to do our OSHA certification Mm -hmm. and then this week we're just basically learning all the other things that we need to do before we go into the shop.
0: Oh wow have you ever like welded something?
1: I only like a TIG weld once but I did like I did okay it wasn't like the best thing ever but Um, they're gonna teach us how to like lay a bead and all that stuff and all of our instructors seem really cool so
0: yeah that's so super cool like I mean that's pretty badass that you're gonna be a welder how long is welding school
1: it's seven months what yeah Yeah.
0: wow It's it's
1: doable you know but they teach you a bunch of different things that will take you like really far and then you can be like a foreman or, or supervi- a supervisor you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's a lot of different uh work paths i could take but the main reason i did it is because i always need stuff welded right so mm-hmm. I'm like i at least i can like charge other people you know at least 120 dollars an hour because that's like the minimum welders charge
0: yeah i mean and how many female welders are in the class with you
1: there's another one. There's one more.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. And she works at Olive Garden. I'm like. Wow.
0: <laughs> a Shout out to, to Olive there. Garden. <laughs> and um, Costco. I guess while we're here. I mean, I wonder if Costco has a welding program. Oh, gosh.
1: Yeah. Oh, And then I went to Costco the other day. And <laughs> oh, it was, Lord. It wasn't bad. It was Oh Really? Yeah. I was like, um, oh, I need to bring that up. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it was an easy, breezy Costco trip.
1: Yeah. I mean, I got in and out, you know?
0: Yeah. Shout out to Costco for the <laughs> 21st, fifth time. <laughs> um, that's awesome. I'm so proud of you. That is, I have, I just, welding and welding is such a, man, it is in high demand too. Big time, big time, big time.
1: Oh yeah. And that's what, cause everything is going up in price. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what is something that I can do with my business degree Mm-hmm. And then also, like, is recession proof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, oh, own your own welding business. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's really cool. I know I have a friend of mine that he has, uh, he has a, I guess he's an o- owner of a welding company and he's like, you know, doesn't have enough people working for him, you know, and then there's a whole trust thing, you know, that you got to build
1: oh yeah and it's because it's not an easy task right and then mm-hmm. like it's so dangerous too it's easy to just ex- make a building explode you know what I mean because mm-hmm. all the things you're dealing with and mm-hmm. yeah if, the, if you have somebody that's really incompetent working for you it could cost you a lot of money
0: yeah yeah that's just so cool oh, okay so I'm sorry I gotta start at the welding thing like welding one-on-one like what do you use to weld was like fire right Yeah, so there's
1: different types of welding, like arc weld is more of electricity based. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you got your MIG and TIG, and those are more oxy and stuff like that, like different types of gases you use Mm -hmm. to create the fire. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm still a newbie, obviously, it's like my second week, like, going to school. Um and like my first week really learning all the terminology and everything but Mm -hmm. they show us different types of metal and like there's certain metal that like puts out toxins you know so we Mm -hmm. learned about that and like how to stay safe and like get like a respirator and things like that you know Mm -hmm. if you are dealing with toxic metals like anything that's chrome is toxic
0: wow yeah so so you know i think of welding of that movie flash dance where she's like the stripper at night and the welder by day um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely me i feel like, <laughs> I'm like um, I'm a, except i'm, a OnlyFans. I'm speaking <laughs> yeah yeah I catch
0: wish. me catch my only account here um right uh i mean that's i mean that seriously is like what i think of when a welder because it's just so badass that she was You know, doing that during the day and then doing whatever she was at night. You know, but um, do you you always wear that? And I don't know what the name of that is. That thing, that that metal thing that you goes around your head when you got the little thing for the eyes.
1: Oh yeah, like the welding helmet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is that what you do? You always wear that, or is that just uh, ah?
1: So you never want to look at the arc because that's complete like UV. So it's like total UV light, right? So you can also get flash burn um on your skin you know so Mm -hmm. like you can get um arc flash in your eye and then arc burn on your skin and it's basically like a third degree sunburn
0: wow but
1: like you if you are wearing the right ppe then that won't happen the only things that are really going to happen if you are still wearing the correct ppe are like metal splinters like you get metal splinters in your hand you know like you would like from wood or like hairdressers did you know hairdressers get hair splinters
0: oh really yeah
1: so it's like that it's kind of like you have to deal with the splinters from the metal and then like when you're dealing with fire you're like you're all you're gonna get burned like that's just how it mm-hmm. is. so like then you have like getting burned but that's why you wear like 100 cotton or like natural fibers when you weld so nothing like polyester or anything will because that'll stick to yeah in yeah
0: yeah Do you think that um, the ladies who do Brazilian um, vagina waxes get pubic hair splinters? Oh, we should ask.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If it's really, if it's really bushy down there. (laughs) It's going to (laughs) hurt.
0: Someone's going to get hurt. I don't know which one. Someone's going to get hurt.
1: Yeah. And then like, it's so cool though, because the girl that goes to the same school as I do, she used to do clothing design. So a lot of the things that we learn are, you know, she's like, oh, we do this in clothing design. I'm like, oh, that makes, that makes sense because like you have to make a blueprint of what you're going to design.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like learning two things at once. (laughs) That's
0: amazing. I'm so proud of you. That's really cool. I mean, I didn't realize it was that long. And I mean, I guess I just don't know a lot about welding, obviously, but um, I'll probably be asking more questions in the future because it's just. I like learning, not that I'll ever do it, but I just think that different, you know, things, fields, careers, and all that is something that I would never do. It's just fascinates me because I just, I think it's cool when people do something that I just would be too scared to do. You know, that's Well, you know how your
1: dog keeps getting out of your fence? Yeah. Like I can make, I can weld you like a metal fence to where he couldn't get out or she couldn't get out.
0: Well you know <laughs> that 's not the problem anymore it 's her jumping like a horse you know um, over yeah, the fence tall enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah she 's uh, but she 's like Houdini, um but guess what i I solved that problem um, oh, that's good. yeah it 's called an electrical collar um, and what she this this dog is so crazy because she um, she knew exactly what it was it 's funny, so someone who probably had her before had this on her. But I didn't even have to press, like, I turned it on, but it wasn't like actively shocking her or anything. It's just on her. Uh-huh. And since then, she's been a little princess. <laughs> yeah. She's been a little princess from oh, Tia Lana, you Some know? dogs
1: do need shock collars. That is yeah. true. I had a pit bull that didn't care about it. He was like, keep shocking me. I like it.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: you're weird. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. So she's been, um, Now I just got to figure out how to keep her from not pissing in my house. That's the thing that I am, you know, she can't, when she goes into, maybe I should put her in a crate with a collar on. That just seems so terrible, but I don't know. She's maybe that's what I should do because when I put her in the crate in the past, she went nuts and like tore it up and tore up the carpet. That's why I had to get hardwood floors that she's now pissing on. So um, yeah, I feel a little stuck, but maybe that's what I should do. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> uh, a that
1: you, like being a dog owner is hard
0: it is it is i just want to get rid of them all the cat my you know the lawyer who's my cat um <laughs> he's drawing up contracts and always recording conversations you know for me <laughs> i don't know what he's going to do with the information but he just likes to do it you know just to, i guess for the fear but yeah i have um Been super duper busy. Um, I'm actually now like kind of calming down because I've been for the past month, you know, doing a bunch of podcast episodes, recording a bunch of podcast episodes, and then was doing, uh, did one on, on, well, recorded it Monday. So it's going to have this live streaming event on Monday, but they're in tarrant county or in dfw area dallas fort worth a bunch of like 10 tornadoes came right when we we're about to record um one of my guests had to take shelter right before we started recording and so we had like major technical problems because of the tornado so needless to say we didn't go do the live streaming it wasn't possible because of all the tornadoes and stuff but um we did record and we did were able to do like a zoom video thing. And it turned out really, really, really good. I, I, I just actually just about an hour ago published the audio version of it. And I have this professional guy working on the video part of it. And it's really good. I've had feedback. I've had a few of my um, black male friends listen to it. Cause it's about um, solutions to mental health stigma in the black community. And we talk a lot about, you know, the black male, And, and them not being able them ingrained that's not expressing their feelings and stuff and how, you know, it's back from being enslaved and, you know, they were punished, they weren't allowed to say anything. So it's just still so ingrained. But anyway, so I got that published, and I'm just waiting on the video part, and I'm super excited. And then I did another podcast, another Human Design podcast, which I love. Human Design. I actually mentioned you a little bit, Jesse. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it's it's really cool. I like I like bringing up my friends, you know, family who I know what their, uh, you know, energy type is from human design. Um, and like getting advice for my friends cause it's like free advice and it's right. cool, you know? Um, and then, um, I'm getting ready to go to Costa Rica next week on Monday. I, yeah. So in like three days I'm leaving to Costa Rica for five days. Um, I can't remember if I talked about this on any of our episodes, but, it was about um, back in December of 2020, I got this download from the universe that I'm supposed to go to Costa Rica in March to do plant medicine, ayahuasca. And never in a million years would I ever go do something like that. So it's not, I mean, I did a lot of LSD back in um, high school and stuff in junior high and stopped doing it because I was having bad acid trips. So it was like just the thought of, Doing something that would make me hallucinate, you know, makes me sweaty and clammy and scared. But, um, so I got this download and I was like, okay. Um, and then I got the separate download that I was, I'm going to be working with one of these like spiritual, um, guru people. His name is Aaron Dowdy. He's on YouTube. He's got like, uh, you know, like a million subscribers or something, but, i got the separate download that you know that i would um be working with him one day and so march came along didn't go to costa rica obviously because dad died yeah and i just forgot about it really honestly and then uh opportunity came and i'm actually going to costa rica with aaron dowdy and with a group of people, a small group of people, and we're going to be doing plant medicine, ayahuasca, in Costa Rica on a spiritual retreat.
1: Oh, that's awesome! That'll be so much fun. You'll you'll love it. Ayahuasca is amazing, and then also DMT.
0: Yeah, I and I just I know like with my healing and stuff, I have done so much on my own, and I know there are shadow parts of myself that are still there that maybe I'm avoiding or. That just basically what it does is it like accelerates your, your spiritual journey healing, you know. And yeah. it kills the ego. Yeah. For real. Like people feel like it's a death, you know, yeah. like they're, they like they literally go, Did I die? I think I died. Yeah.
1: And
0: yeah. And it's so, ego death. Yeah. And so and I've killed a lot of, you know, we all have egos, right? Our ego is what helps us survive in childhood. But, um, you know, I've, I've killed a lot of parts of my different parts of my ego. And so it'll be interesting, um, to see, you know, where, where it takes me. I'm, I'm excited. I'm calm. I'm ex- excitedly calm. And I, you know, you do this kind of like weird diet before it's not weird, but you just like no processed foods, no, no meat, no plant animal protein, all that stuff. So um, you know, no drinking, no smoking, no snorting cocaine. Just <laughs> uh, like <that's>, cocaine. <laughs> that's been real rough for me to have to not do cocaine. <laughs> um, can I do organic cocaine? But, um, anyways, uh, so that's been you know my little journey there. So that's and it comes in a, a few days. They might have you chew on those cocoa leaves, though. So. Like I the... oh they you know they might I don't know I know that they you know they do the ayahuasca they turn it into a tea and that's mm-hmm. for like two days and then they do this thing at, and that's like they call it Mother Gaia and apparently she's a real bitch <laughs> she's gonna show me all the she's tough on you you know yeah and yeah, then... my
1: friend Jackie went to Peru and basically did the same thing and she said it was pretty much life changing you know
0: yeah and you then guys the
1: tattoos and shoes there oh well the and then the third day is they do i
0: don't know the name of it they call it the grandfather and that's like all it is about love it's just love 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 so that's really cool so i'm excited to um you know do that and you know meet the group and i'll be sharing a room with who knows who uh and then but i'll have like this beautiful mountain view and so i'm excited about
1: that heck yeah
0: and then on do you top have to
1: of- take a, uh, a test um you know to see if you got
0: the C. Oh, like an STD test? Like <laughs> no. <Laminia? laughs> no, 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 The COVID.
1: <laughs> like, test. What, I just don't want to be COVID linked. God dang it.
0: Uh, well, uh, so they have a whole thing about with Costa Rica and just entering the country. You have to, yeah, you have to have like a negative, but the cool part is that they're going to have, even though I'm vaccinated, you know, I'm triple vexed, Jesse. I'm
1: actually
0: actually double vexed girl. (laughs) Um, no, I mean, yes. So when you're leaving, you have to, the United States requires, you have to have a a negative COVID test. So yeah, um, that's, yeah, that's you know, that's really about it. But on top of all of that, I have been probably the past, I don't know, three weeks, month, I have been um, navigating the dating life. And really what it's turned out to be is like more like networking. And it's funny, <laughs> uh, like just meeting different people that you know, doing different things in this podcasting world or digital world or know stuff about tech stuff, you know, those kinds of things. And so, um, so I haven't really like found anybody in a romantic sense, um, because I've just, people like are either friend zone or they ask about my vagina, Jesse, they'll ask, <laughs> you know, do I but, shave like, or for pictures? Oh, not, they don't get that far because they ask if I'm shaved or natural. Oh. um, And this is on eHarmony, by the way.
1: I would send them your PayPal and be like, that'll cost you $5 to know the answer.
0: Uh, well, and my friend who's a best friend who's a psychologist, he's like, I'm like, I don't know how to respond to this when they ask her. Because they're like, how many kids do you have? oh boy or girl okay are you shaved or are you natural you know so but what um, a weird
1: transition I, I
0: know <laughs>
1: I know I don't
0: remember being taught this in grammar school um uh, you're <laughs> about transitions although like at least you know, ask if it was because... a c-section or natural yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it a badge birth yeah I don't yeah it's very strange um I'm telling you that's why I'm like okay and so then i'm men like am i are
1: weird though
0: well my thing is am i a prude
1: am i i mean is no is... men are just like their brains they're they're they don't think with their brains they think with their dick mm-hmm. and then they're like pussy 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 because mm-hmm. that's all they think about other than like food <laughs> so, yeah i don't you know don't blame the man because that's just like unfortunately their dna
0: um, well, well, and I had this conversation a friend, a friend who I met through um through EE Harmony about like I was like men are men if they would only just have a little more patience. What women need is consistency. They need to feel safe, and the more you give that, the wider their legs will spread. Yeah. And So you know, yeah. but the problem is, is like it's just this instant gratification, and so we're just like turned off. You know, I we think just that's why Dad was safe. able
1: to get laid when he was able to get laid because yeah. he knew that.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably so. But anyway, so so yeah, so I've been running. I've been running. Oh, and so I was gonna say my friend, um, you know, who's a psychologist, because I was like, I don't know how to respond when someone asked me, do I shave or not shave? Is it you know, and he's like, well, this is what you do. You ask them. I'll answer that question. If you after you answer this question, are you an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> you know oh <Aww>. yeah <laughs> they're
1: just funny yeah athletes.
0: yeah but and, but see and also by the way half of them are married by the way half of them are married they're like oh um i'm separated living on the couch of my wives mm-hmm. you know if they
1: ask to see like but if they do ask to see a picture of like if you're shaved like if they're like if you're shaved or not and like well you know i call mine laura bush or something like that i don't know just try <laughs> to make it funny and then like dismiss them and just be like, "That's sad. they're just horny." Like that's su- that sucks because their dicks just like pointing them in the well,
0: dirt. my right. And the thing is, is I'm really looking for somebody. Like I really am looking for my person. You know? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that'll just... happen when it happens. It might happen tomorrow. It might happen when you're sixty. Uh,
0: well, it but... happens. It's already <laughs> happened.
1: <laughs> it's it's already happened. Well, I feel that it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I've,
0: I've met someone pretty special that. I, um, I didn't think it was possible that is on my level and I can't wait to share my journey with the audience later because I did not ever think there was anyone. I always thought it was a fantasy in my mind about having meeting like your best friend, your friends. Like I just, I never, I mean, just even just something like your sense of humor, your goals, your what you want to and the things the places we've come from like both having alcoholic fathers you know it's um it's pretty incredible so I can't wait to start sharing my journey about this special person um and it's so interesting too because the day before I met him I closed this whole cycle this dating cycle you know I was like you know because the first guy I ever dated was a black guy. And part of that is because I mean the first time I ever felt love and safety and secure was going to an all black church. And so that's why I was like drawn to more like African American men. And then I mean, that's not all I've dated. I mean, I married a Latino for many, you know, twenty three plus years, you know. But um I just was like, you know, I really, you know, I think I'm done with this cycle of dating black men. And then like the next day is when I met my white guy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, I can't wait to, to share the story about him. So I'm With excited. Why are you on E-Harmony. Oh, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm, it's the app is on, but it's not, I'm not on it. I mean, it's oh. so funny because. I, I would like get on eHarmony for like 15 minutes and then take a break from it for a week because it's so overwhelming. All that, it's like the you could feel the
1: sharks like just circling oh, around you, you yeah, have it for like just for shits and giggles. That's
0: yeah, because that's how I met him. Because what eHarmony does is they give you this whole questionnaire and matches you to who you like your love language, how you think, how you deal with conflicts, what kind of background you can. I mean, it's very um. It's like, you're like a psychological testing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And so you you can look and see, like, when you match with somebody, like, how compatible you are. And so, th- but see, you, even though you are compatible, you know, they're still horny and they're still going to ask you, you know. Yeah, and they could have lied. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. So, but um, anyways, but I mean, I yeah. So I, I was on eHarmony e- for, like, five minutes and met this person. And then, yeah um well that's
1: yeah. awesome I ha- well I, I'm sure it'll you know the universe will let it present itself when it happens. you know yeah
0: yeah yep, but yep.
1: yeah I mean it's hard it's so hard that's why I, at this point in my life with dating I'm just like you know what if if I don't even I don't even know how to explain it without sounding like a total cunt <laughs> um, <laughs> I just like if you can't bring anything to the table then I don't want like yeah I don't want your ass like if you can't help me when I need help, then yeah, like that's like I don't know, because there's a certain security thing, like right, you know, like women are supposed to like stay at home and take care of the children after they give right. birth, or they're considered bad moms. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be in a position where I'm like knocked up and like with a broke ass dude. Right, <laughs> correct. Know? Like the yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like I um, like I would get an abortion so quick.
0: Yeah, I know that
1: sounds so bad, but again, no,
0: no, but so and yeah, and that's one thing about with my guy is, I mean, he's already shown me his like bank account information, he's like, full disclosure here, and I'm like, wow, (laughs) like, and he's like, look at daddy, (laughs) I know it's just like, wow, like, and he's like, you should not have credit card debt, you know, and I just, he's just something special. He, um, he's not divorced, he's actually, um, a widower. And, um, him, his wife who died and I had the same birthday.
1: Oh my God.
0: What's up with that fucking birthday? What's up with Rem- that day? <laughs> remember, remember when I said a few episodes ago that I, mem- this is why the universe speaks in frequency, numbers and code. This is what I'm talking about right yeah. here.
1: Cause the bill is very thin.
0: Yes. I mean, a few episodes ago, I was talking about how I was at work and how most of my, I would have at least one patient, Yeah. was one patient a day and I would have like five patients okay out of one patient that would have my same birthday and it was happened every time I was like that and so strange yeah and we also have the same middle name and we also like to go to the same restaurant for our birthday so it's very very fascinating so that's uh, yep
1: no and like I think that also like when you lose a loved one they make things work to where you can like move well not move on
0: mm-hmm yeah. right well
1: i yeah no move on but like you still remember that person right
0: right but, right
1: like, i don't know they want you to be happy like the right ones that like we've lost especially like a husband or a wife
0: like yeah. how
1: horrible of yeah. a loss is that right you and know? she
0: yeah and she had a terminal illness for 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 over 10 years that
1: makes me so sad yeah and, and you know I mean, he and she's definitely watching over him though
0: yeah yeah and so and i feel like you know, I mean, we're talking about like already blending our families and things like that, you know, and how we're going to do that with respect and love. And, you know, we want to keep everybody, you know, involved. And it's not just about he and I like, you know, liking each other and things like that, but it's, we're very mindful of, you know, of taking things slow, but also preparing for the future in a meaningful, mindful way, you know? Yeah. Um, because we you know have kids and stuff like that I mean his kids are in college but one still lives with him but right. um but you know it's just um god my dog's in the background making sounds
1: well, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but um but yeah it's just um it's really cool to to meet someone that is on your level and really special and and it's not it's funny because If I were dating someone before, I'd be like constantly anxious. Like, when are they going to text me? What am I going to hear from them? What's our next step? Like worried, like with this, I'm not even like, I don't even have a care. Like, it's just, it's, um, I feel content is the word content and at peace.
1: That's good. That's really good. Well, he sounds like, you know a decent human. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, especially if he's trying to, like, respect his kids.
0: hmm yeah.
1: Some parents don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, right, right. And he, uh, you know, and I've, like, watched yesterday, I watched um, the memorial video of his wife, um, and I feel like part of my role is to make sure her memory is kept alive, and I actually look forward to actually getting to know who she was because she had a story, and her part of her thing was she had an autoimmune disease. And if you look at people with autoimmune disease, then especially with women, um, and I'm sure most it's women are probably, I, I wouldn't, I'm just assuming just based on working where I work, is that probably more women have autoimmune disease. And if you look at, I'm sure there's a heavy link to trauma in their childhood. And so I am looking forward to getting to know her story because her and I are somehow interconnected. And I look forward to discovering what all those possibilities are.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's really cool. Maybe you guys knew each other in a past life.
0: I don't know, but I think Uh I will say that she came from a family of alcoholics. And one of her main things, I mean, one of her issues was having um, a chronic illness, autoimmune disease with her liver. And so how ironic is that someone who didn't really like, you know, wasn't an alcoholic, but was surrounded by such hurt by alcoholics and was hurt, you know, her physically, you know, with yeah. her illnesses. And so I I I really look forward to discovering her story because I feel like part of not just getting to know her story, but part of me is like I'm gonna tell her story in a way that's gonna help so many other people because I have a feeling That she did not get many opportunities to tell her story. Which is why she got sicker and sicker.
1: Oh, yeah. That could definitely be a part of it for sure. Oof. That's heavy shit.
0: Yes, ma'am. It's some heavy (laughs) stuff. Well, Jesse, that's all I know. Hip hoppity hoo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Till next time.
0: Okay. Talk to you later. Bye.